Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up here at the Christian Hansen Show with the NBA and Pod Go to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co forward slash MBA for up to 75% off select items from the MBA store. The MBA, where amazing happens. What is going on, guys? We are back with another edition of the Christian Hansen Show. And today's guest is Brad Dalrant of Dalrant Customs. He's a shoe designer. He's collaborated with NBA players, NFL players. He's doing some amazing stuff. And I was so glad to have him on. We actually went to high school together. Uh, it's the second second guest in a row uh, that I knew from high school. So it uh, it's pretty cool seeing where everyone uh, is in life, seeing what they're doing. A lot of people are doing some pretty creative stuff. Occasionally, you'll have that one person who's still stuck at home trying to become a rapper, and there actually is a couple of those from my graduating class. But uh, aside from that, everyone is doing some amazing shit. Um, uh, this one girl I went to high school with, I'm not going to say the names because I don't know them. I know of them. Just like Calvin, I didn't know him. I knew of him. Now I know him. Uh, you get the point. Uh, she's, you know, doing... Uh, broadcasting for like ABC in Florida. Um, I, I knew someone I went to high school with that uh, played D1 football. I mean, all these people are doing some crazy cool things. And, you know, they're all coming from St. Charles North. So shout out to SCN for fostering some incredibly uh, talented people. Uh, you've done you've done well. I, n- I never thought I'd say that. I, I, I just said St. Charles North, you've done well. Uh, that was weird. Um, but yeah, anyways, today's episode was great and I had a great time. And this is my conversation with the man behind Dalrant Customs, the wonderful Brad Dalrant. Enjoy. What's up, dude? Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, you're doing some crazy cool stuff over there, huh? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh. It's been a grind, but you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm happy that you're doing this. I appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of just get right into it. Um, for people yeah, who don't absolutely. know, um, this is Brad Dorant of Dorant Customs. Um, incredible stuff you're doing. First and foremost, social media, without social media, I don't think you'd have, uh, you know, what it is that you're doing right now. So if you can just talk a little bit about, um, how it got started and just basically how you reach out to these people. I mean, because I know when I'm trying to book people for this show, it's impossible um, at yeah, times yeah. to uh, get in contact with people, man. I mean, because they're so busy. They have like thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. So they don't even ever see the messages. They they get filtered out and they go to a whole different inbox and stuff. But you've managed to break through. Talk a little bit about how you got your start with uh, this custom shoe biz. Yeah, so I think it was back in 2016 when mm. the... Um, uh, Space Jam Jordans dropped. And that was sort of my first like introduction to like sneakers and like sneaker, yeah. sneaker culture. 
Um, and so that's, that's really what's first like started it is I, I started getting into like sneakers and mm. like, Jordans and whatnot. And then I, I sort of stumbled upon these YouTube videos, Instagram pages of like people customizing and painting right. shoes. Um, and you know, I, I was really not doing much at the time. Um, I was just in school had right. a lot of free time and I was like, this looks fun, you know, work with athletes, like have the potential mm-hmm. to like, absolutely. I'm going to try this. Right. Um, and so I just, you know, I talked to one of my buddies, uh, I was like, Hey, this is sort of like what the idea is. Uh, do you mind if I like grab a pair of cleats from you and just give it a go? And, right. you know, he gave me the green light. Um, and ever since then, it's just sort of been like piling on, like, okay, reach out to this guy, this guy, this friend. Um, and then in terms of like what you're talking about with the social media, dude, it's so true. Like it's so hard getting these guys. And yeah. it, it's one of those where it's like, you just got to cast a wide net, you know, toss out a thousand, hundred, you know, however many DMs a day, uh, a week, a month. You don't do a thousand, do you? I mean, I think Holy overall shit. I've done like over a thousand. Oh my um, God. But I mean, this is over the span of like four years. Right. Um, dude, yeah, it's one of those where I, I'm just laying in bed and I, you know, let's say I go to the Bulls Instagram page and I go to the following, look at all the players they're following, then click right. on the, uh, the page, send them a, a DM and, you know, it's, yeah, I get a few responses here and there, but, um, the number is even smaller when it comes to like who actually wants to do work and like, right. you know, who actually takes the next step. But, um, yeah, man, it's a grind. It's like you said, it's just reaching out, throwing out DMS and a lot of times they don't even see it. Yeah. That's um, frustrating, especially like, cause I, I've reached out to a few, I'm not going to drop names because if I'm able to get them on the show, I don't want them listening to this and be like, right, right. you know, all oh, these kids are dick. Um, but no, the, the thing is, man, it's like some people, like they have that, you know, the blue check mark or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. if they have like over 100,000, I say, good luck ever getting a response to them. Yeah. So it's like I reach out to the ones who have like less than 1,000 yeah. and they're like retired athletes. I'm like, okay, they have to see this. There's no way people are messaging them. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on, it's nothing. I'm like, what the hell? Like, you have to see it. I see your story. I see like you have active stories on Instagram, mm-hmm. but how do you not see these messages? It's like absolutely frustrating. Then when you yeah, break it through, it's the best. It's, it's the absolute best feeling. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you, you know, see that sort of reply, um, you know, that little blue dot next to right. the name when they're, when they're typing in reply, you know, it's a, it's a great feeling. Um, it is. Like I said, it's even, you know, much better when they actually sort of like seem interested and you know, whatnot. And then wear your shoe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, see it on TV. That's always a cool feeling. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know, I've had a a handful where it's like, Oh yeah, cool. Like I'll let you know. And then just stops there. And like, I, it's like, just don't respond, dude. Yeah. like Don't get my hopes up, but Hey, you know, but I think once you do that, you actually like Instagram's algorithms, you actually break in to sort of like their inbox to where every time you message mm-hmm. them, I think they actually get a notification from you. Once they respond to you, you've engaged. Yeah, yeah. Like you've moved into like their primary or general inbox. And now you, every time you send something, they do see it as soon as it gets sent, which is which is a good thing. So you do have that opportunity still out there in the future. But uh, right, absolutely. As, as far as the, the actual shoe thing goes. So when, how, do, how does that process start? Because I see the work and I'm like, so I'm confused how he does it. So you get the shoe and then, what's the process of actually doing the customization, transferring the art to the shoe? I mean, what's that process like the actual putting the design on the shoe? How does it work? Sure. Yeah. Um, so first what I, I have an iPad and there's an app that it's sort of, it's like a doodle sort of app. Okay. Um, and so what I do is I upload like the image of the cleat and I'm able to like go over 
upload images, like doodle over it. Mm -hmm. um, and sort of like gives me like a, a quick vision or a quick mock-up of like, all right, is this accurate to what you're like trying to tell me? Right. Like, are you cool with this design? So once we pass through that, um, like you said, I get the shoe. Uh, you have to do this whole prep stage where you sort of like, it, like I said, prep the material to uh, to make sure the paint right. adheres and it's like, you know, sticky enough to, to stay after a game or two um, or even a full season. So it's paint, um, huh? It's paint. Yeah, so it is paint. It is paint. Um, mostly I, I uh, airbrush. So it's, um, I'm sure you've seen, you know, whether it be t-shirts from like right, 2006, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like that, you know. Um, so it is paint. I use, sometimes I'll use like a, a stencil to make sure like the, uh, the image is nice and clean. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, everything's paint. Everything's, you know, I've had cleats be worn for days, weeks. Uh, wow. I actually had a pair that was a full season really practice and game. So it's like they stay. Um, so it, it's definitely a tedious process. Um, then, you know, once it's you know, all painted, I got to put a finishing coat on it to make sure, you know, the paint and stayed and won't sure. slip off um take pictures of it and post it on instagram and send it out and uh yeah it turnaround time could be they can need it like the next day and you can could, get it there know. by then yeah i mean it'll be like a 3 4 a.m bedtime but yeah no it's i've had some tight tight windows that i've been able to squeeze through right that's crazy now obviously we're doing it pre-pandemic too so um how does the process go of actually delivering or getting their shoe i mean these people they literally just put their shoe in the mail, send it to you, and then you send it back? Or, I mean, how does that work? Yeah, so before a pandemic, um, so I went to college at UIC, which right. was in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Daniel Gafford was the first poll guy that I did. Yeah. Um, and so I, I texted him, and, um, you know, we were texting back and forth. And finally, he's like, yeah, come to my apartment, like meet oh, up shit. with me. Yeah, so I actually was like able to go meet him, grab his shoes from him. Um, <laughs> it was like a ten minute walk from my apartment, which was cool. But uh, crazy. Yeah, you can't do that now. No. And, you know, I've even texted some of the guys. I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll drive up to you. I don't care. And they're like, ah, we got to be careful. Like, right. Even the smallest inclination of like, oh, I might have COVID. It's you know a big process for them. Um, so yeah, it's a lot now is just through the mail. Uh, a lot of times the player will like order it from nike.com you know some sort of website and, and ship it to you putting their, yeah okay. yeah just ship it straight to me um sometimes like for the vikings i got um i got a package from like the vikings facility mm -hmm. so they're able you know different facilities are able to ship out different cleats right um, different shoes so yeah mostly it's now through the mail that's crazy and now the, yeah. you know i i think obviously the interest peaked because i i know you i went to high school with you you played basketball mm -hmm. at north i mean you you were a sneaker head for for a while um so over the years you're you're buying your sink you're 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 looking at all the designs and patterns and colorways and stuff like that was there a point even during high school during that time where that peaked interest of maybe you know putting together and designing shoes or is it something that just hit four years ago yeah, I mean, there were little like uh, little steps up to this point, mm -hmm. but um, I remember in high school, I forgot what class it was, but it was, you know, those labs with like all the computers yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you could just do whatever you want on mm -hmm. them. Um, I remember I was looking up um, uh, LeBron 10, I think it's called like what the MVP uh -huh. or what the, um, and it, it's just like this crazy design shoe. And I remember thinking like that was like a really cool shoe. Right. Um, and I wanted to get my hands on, you know, a pair of those, but um. 
Yeah, so I think it was just like little stuff like that. I do remember seeing a custom pair back in, I want to say like junior of high school. Those are and I expensive. Thought that was like really cool. Yeah, yeah, very expensive. Um, so I, I think it was like little droplets like that where mm-hmm. I like, you know, saw it but didn't think much of it. I was right. sort of like, oh, this is awesome. Um, but then, like I said, a couple of years ago, it finally all just like pieced together and I ran with it. Sure, that's crazy. Now, you said Gafford was one of your first first ones. I mean, you had to have had test trials with other people leading up to that right yeah i mean definitely with um both with okay so like hey you know you're you go to niu let me do a pair of cleats for right you. right um both like sort of small scale like that and also like i said before where i get responses from players mm-hmm. but it sort of stops at that to the point of like all right yeah i'll let you know and mm-hmm. then i just never hear from them um so yeah there's definitely a lot of trial and error absolutely now when gaffer does that i mean was there at what point did you start to or are you even doing it now are you are you turning money off this are you are you able to now uh turn a profit for this or has this always just been you know kind of for the you know kind of exposure your shoes on the court eventually maybe you'll build up to a you know a incredibly profitable thing or have you have you been getting money from this all along yeah you know i think there's different levels to it in terms of like all right some of the pro guys like all right, I could do, you know, this pair at a cheaper cost right. or, you know, if you give me a shout out, if you connect me with different players, yeah. um, you know, if you give me a signed Jersey, like I'll, I could, you know, sometimes that means more than, you know, yeah, than a, yeah, money, especially starting out. It's like, how do I ask for money when they're giving me everything I can ask <laughs> for by actually wearing yeah, it absolutely. on national television, millions watching. It's like, it's kind yeah. of hard to figure out. It's like, yeah, I kind of need money. It's, it is a, it is mm-hmm. a job, but at the same time, it's exposure. Yeah, hundred percent. Cause like, that's a lot of it for me is like the experience and being like, holy cow, like my shoes are on the court or right. like, you know, cleats on the field. Um, and it's like crazy scene. It's an awesome feeling. Um, so I think with like the pro guys, like I could be a little lenient, but then with, you know, everyday people, I could you know, definitely charge them. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely a cool feeling. Like, you know, seeing those guys wear my stuff and they're always like super, super, uh, supportive sure. of me. That's awesome. Um, you know, they'll repost my stuff and, you know, share it through the locker room. So that always helps, you know, in Word my mind, like yeah. that sort of balances out like the uh, the price that I would have gotten if I did charge them. Right. So after Gafford, I see the jerseys behind you for, for the Vikings. I feel like mm-hmm. the Vikings, um, then you got someone on the Eagles too, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. What is, I feel like the Vikings have been a, a huge, uh, a huge part of all of it in general. I feel like you take them out of the equation. I feel, I don't know if, if you could say the same that maybe it'd be a little bit different uh, a spot for you right now if you remove Vikings from the equation. How instrumental were they and the, the players on that team to really bolstering and boosting, uh, you know, the brand itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, you nailed it. With Without the Vikings, like, I don't know where I'd be. Um, you know, it all started with Chad Beebe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sort of gave me a chance. Um, we got to meet up and talk a little bit, and, you know, gave me the cleats, and I got them done from um He's always been, you know, posting my stuff. He's been telling different people. That's how I got BC Johnson, um, you know, and at, at the worst case, like I got a lot of follows from some of these uh, Vikings players, right. you know, just across the league that they're, they're buddies with. Um, so worst case, it's like a connection, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so they've been huge. You know, I did my cause, my cleats for Chad. Um, that was a pretty cool experience. You know, I, I definitely like the most like professional work has come through the Vikings. So right. it, it's been, it's been a blessing. Right. Talk a little bit about how you met him and uh, the My Cause, My Cleats. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I met Chad. Um, so his father runs a, uh, sort of like a speed camp, I guess Don, you could right? say it's house. Of, yeah, yeah. Don BB. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs like house of speed. So me and my brother would always go to that. Uh, we've been, you know, back in high school, we did it for four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, more so my brother, but, uh, he actually did a few workouts with Chad. So like Chad was familiar with our oh, last wow. name. Um, yeah. And, uh, there was one time like Don BB was there. We talked for a little bit. So like, it, the name was recognizable enough mm-hmm. where Chad was like able to respond. Right. Um, you know, I saw the name. So we met up. Um, it was really just solely because of had that connection through House of Speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he loved the idea. He loved being, you know, a little unique and being able to share a message. Right. Um, so he was, he was all aboard right from the jump. Um, and so we got that done. And then uh, my cause, my cleats, it was, um, he uh, had a family member actually pass away mm. from a, uh, uh, mantle cell, mantle cell uh, lymphoma. Oh wow! So it was it was one of those where it was like, yeah, this is you know something I really want to do. I want to you know sort of spread awareness, and that's sort of the whole point of the the mic called my cleats. Mm-hmm. So it it was really cool to do something like that, and you know spread a positive message. Right now, with uh, once everything started to pick up, and then obviously your shoes started to get exposures and all that stuff. Um, was there a point where there was a a kind of a moment where the traction or the momentum kind of stopped for for you because i mean obviously everyone has moments where they ride this high for a very long time but you all know it's not gonna very rare does it last that you know forever there's moments where it stops and then you have to work on getting back to to you know that level of momentum that you were you know prior was there a moment throughout all of this that you've were doing good 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 and then boom everything just stopped for a little bit and how'd you counter counter to that stoppage and, and power through? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest stoppage was just COVID, right. COVID alone. Um, not only did it take me out of Chicago, like living there, um, cause that's, that's where I was able to have sort of like leverage where right. I could be like, I can meet you in 10 minutes. Like just give me a heads mm-hmm. up and I'll be right there. So that it removed that from my whole sort of business. Right. Um, and then also just like I was talking to, uh, I think three to four different bowls and they're like, yeah, I'm interested in doing something. And then as soon as COVID hit, they're like, we can't do anything. Like, right. is there going to be a season? Are we going to play? Like, let's just wait until next year when things start to pick up. And when that happens, you know, it's sort of, you know, starting at square one. So right. that COVID really, you know, took a big hit on me, but um, it was just sort of practicing and, you know, being patient and being persistent with different players and like, sort of practicing on different shoes, on right. my iPad, different things, um, just to keep it going, you know, and uh, practice makes perfect. So any, any practice I could get, I'm happy with. Right. You said it took you out of Chicago. Are you still, you're not, where are you now? So I'm back in St. Charles. St. Charles. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, with the, the Bulls, I saw obviously Gaffer and stuff like that, but who are the other players uh, aside from the Vikings? If you can uh, list some of them, the, the Bulls, I know you did, I think you did shoes for someone on what food network was it? Yeah. Yeah. So Food Network, uh, that was Jeff Morrow. He's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, Miles Boykins on the Ravens. We oh, just wow. did a, a pair of shoes. Um, Kevon Wallace of the Eagles. Um, John Conchar, who actually went to uh, West Chicago High oh, School. Oh, wow. Okay. We played against him. Um, he's on the Grizzlies now. I did a pair for him. Um, let's see. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. We're doing a pair. We have oh, two cool. pairs coming. They'll probably post like next week or mm. sometime. I don't know when this is dropping, but uh, definitely in the near future. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll be on my Instagram by then. 
Um, Ted Ginn, I did a pair for. Oh, no um, fucking way. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah how'd yeah. you guys, how'd you connect with him? Just Instagram? Just Instagram, man. Oh, it, man. It's just sending a DM and, you know, keeping your fingers crossed and being persistent. I mean, with Gafford, I think I'll have to go back, back and count, but it, it must've been eight, nine DMs in a row where like, I just oh, sent them. Really? And okay. finally on the ninth, 10th one, he's like, yeah, no, I, I'll give you an opportunity. Like, let's do this thing. Right. So it's just being, you know, persistent and kind of annoying with them. You know. Yeah. That's my thing too. It's like, I don't want to overstep that boundary too. And then be like, okay, mm-hmm. you've ruined all possibilities of having that happen. <laughs> because as soon as I get a response, it's like, then I back off and then I'm different. Like, no, whenever you're ready, take your time. They're probably like, dude, mm-hmm. you've messaged me 15 times. Now, <laughs> now you say take your time. But it's like, once you get that breakthrough, I try my hardest to just not keep pushing and pushing and pushing because you never I mean you don't want to ruin that opportunity either and I've done that with a few people and I uh, Mm -hmm. fully regret it I got a little ahead of myself and stuff like that but uh, yeah no I mean I I think it's just insane what you're doing with that and now when when you're doing these um, and and they let's say they do get on TV and stuff like that um, and and you know you get that exposure do they actually on their Instagrams and stuff like that, do they do they promote it or do you have them give you a hard time when they don't even share your stuff? Because that's the worst thing. It's like the least the least I can ask anyone who ever comes on any of my podcasts, whether it's my blues one or this one, just like mm-hmm. share it to your Instagram story, just something. Yeah. And then to not get that. Has everyone that you've done work for, have they all been pretty uh, responsive and uh, receptive to the fact of promoting the work itself? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely um, had my fair share of whether it be the player or the team, like not share my stuff. The team. Or like hmm. not give me the tag. Yeah. Um, the Vikings, I've posted my stuff a few times and uh, they didn't give me the tag. But, I, you know, I, right. it's to the point where like I definitely understand. Um, Why do you annoyed. think that is? I think it's just like they don't really care that much, to put it <laughs> bluntly. Like I think they're just like, oh, this is cool content. Like let's just put it out. Right. Um, you know, who knows though, but, um, yeah, no, I've, I've actually been really lucky with the amount of people, um, or athletes that I've done that sort of like supported me and reposted my stuff. Um, there has been a few where I get either no response or no tag or something. Um, that's when it gets frustrating, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, I could say I worked with these people. Yeah. I think that that's pretty valuable just in itself. Now, have you worked on, uh, you know, possibly forming or getting in touch with some of these shoe companies obviously getting something with nike is uh i mean i wouldn't say it's impossible but i think i i don't know how you go about doing stuff like that have you have you thought about pursuing you know brand ambassadors sponsorships with companies that make shoes for these athletes to kind of actually start to help you in a sense like hey this is what i do for boom 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 Let's partner. Have you have you thought about that? And if 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 so, how has that process been going? Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it for a little bit, um, especially early on when it, I guess, wasn't as big as it is now mm-hmm. um, in terms of just like the customizing right. modes. But uh, Jordan actually, uh, their brand has like a, a handful of people, really? handful of artists that do stuff for them. Um, it definitely puts them in a little bit of like a creative box. They're not able to sort of do the things that they once were able to. You're limited. Yeah, very limited, like very limited um, to the point where it's like, is this even customizing? Um, So I I think uh, especially recently in the past one to two years, I've sort of like, you know, I'm just going to do my own thing. Like 
if if this goes nowhere it goes nowhere but at least i could do you know whatever i want right sort of have like the freedom to work with you know adidas athletes nike athletes jordan athletes um i, I sort of like that freedom and i i think um i don't want to pressure myself too much in terms of like trying to get some sort of deal or contract with a, a big company um so I, I just like have fun with it and let it go right and so you said that basically you can't even really be creative as far as the Jordan ones goes, where's the, where, what are the limits on something like that? So let's say Gafford shoes, that would be a zero shot with Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, um, like you, you nailed it with Jordan only has like limited number of athletes mm-hmm. and with the, uh, the creativity part, it's, you could really only change like the colors or the panels. So, so anyone like, could do that though. So it's not, I wouldn't even consider exactly. that an exclusive group of people. Exactly. It's, it's a little, uh, little bit of a letdown to see what they're doing with it. Cause there's so much potential with it. Right. Um, and it seems like they're sort of keeping it in a, a little box there, but, um, yeah, it, it's definitely uh very limited, you know, you'll see like people like uh, Zion or like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Jason Tatum wear something that's like quote unquote customized for them. And it's like, is it really like it, it's very, it's a, it's a letdown. It's yeah. a letdown. I, I think it more of it is, uh, not, not so much the design, but the fact of the 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 player's name being tied to the shoe yeah. in in uh relationship then with jordan i mean the name in itself is what sells the shoe um 100%. so it's like i think jordan shoes cost less than like what i think like ten dollars less than ten dollars to make i think Probably, but yeah. as soon as you slap the the jumpman logo on the value yeah. goes through the roof uh, yeah, i have I, yeah. I don't i don't understand it at all it just drives me crazy yeah me too it, it's such a shame you know you can there's Jordans now that sell for like two, 300 bucks. Like I only retail, let alone like resale. Um, it, it's crazy. It's right. crazy. Now, have you done baseball players? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Uh, I think they actually just lifted because there for a while they had sort of a ban. on Really? Yeah. Huh. It was, I think, yeah, I'm not even going to try to guess what the, the rules were, but it was definitely like stay within your team colors. and like, Right, right. If you're in your away uniform, like mostly have like your away colors. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, I think they just lifted it. Don't quote me on that, but um, it, there's definitely more freedom now with that. So it might be something to uh, pursue, which right. I'm definitely interested in. Yeah. Cause I've always been in the mindset of like, dude, if you're a professional athlete, like let's do something. Like, I don't care what you're in. Let's do something. Right. And then, you know what? I think that's why I never understood the NFL. Like, they always give Brandon Marshall shit, and I never understood it. Like, mm-hmm. if you, 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 you're on a platform that, like, you, anything you say, do, is magnified by a million. So it's like, yeah. if you have this platform and what you do for work, you know, can reach out to millions and millions of people, why not use it to promote positivity or, you know, organizations or foundations? By just wearing something creative like cleats. And they always mm-hmm. gave him shit. And he didn't care. He got fined every week for it. Um, yeah. And so, but they were, all the money was going to like, uh, you know, foundations, charities, mental uh, health and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And every time he got fined, he would match that fine to a donation to that charity. But I mean, that was still a problem in the NFL up to like what, maybe a couple years ago only to where finally they've yeah. lifted the restrictions as to what you can or can't do. Uh, but mm-hmm. I've never, I've never understood that. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, people call NFL like no fun league and it sort of like lives up to that name. Right. Uh, th- they've definitely like gotten a little more lenient with um, what you can and cannot wear. 
um, it's still pretty, it's a, it's a tight lockdown. You know, I've seen players get fined for having, they could be like all the same team colors, like everything in line, mm-hmm. except like, oh, you have a copyright image on it. And then they get fined. It's right. like, all right, well, what's, what's the fun of that? It's like a foundation, you know, mm-hmm. their logo, like just let it, let it fly. And it, it, it is a little annoying, but, um, I'm really hoping within the next few years, uh, Roger Goodell sort of comes to the senses and sort of lifts it. Right now, and talking about copyright, so was there was no copyright issues with Gaffords, right? Because I mean, that was what Dragon Ball Z on there. Yeah, that was Dragon Ball Z. Um, actually, funny story. So, um, the uh, sports cards are like a huge thing now. Yeah. Right? So there's a uh, a Daniel Gafford card, mm-hmm. and it has my customs on it. Really? Holy shit! But what they did was they photoshopped it like completely over like the face of oh. uh, that Dragon Ball Z character, like it's just all yellow. And so I think there's some sort of huh. boundary, you know, with that in terms of copyright right. and what they can and can't do and share and whatnot. But um, in terms of him getting fined or anything of that, it's it's completely free. You know, he didn't get fined. He was all good. Um, NBA is, I think, the only league with like zero restrictions. You could wear whatever you want. Um, right. But that's definitely nice in terms of like not having to worry like, all right, are we in the boundaries of like, are you going to be good? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get fined? Like, right. What's the deal? So yeah, it's been it's been nice. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, we we know the shoes. We 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 touched on that. But what what else are you doing? I mean, is that what what do you do for work? Is it aside from the shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's there. That's one stream of uh, income for me. Um, right now, I'm looking for like a bigger job. I just yeah. graduated last uh, last December. Mm-hmm. Um, so about a month or two ago. So I'm looking for like a you know sort of a big career, big job. Um, but right now I'm just working at Dick Sporting Goods. There you know, go. Dip down on shoes and cleats to, uh, you know, save me a few bucks with that. Right. But, um, yeah, it, it's just been, you know, looking for a job, working at Dick's and doing shoes. It's, what are you uh, trying to get into for, 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 for career? I mean, has it shifted since you started this? Like has, let's say you went to UIC, you said, right? Mm-hmm. So did you go to UIC with a different plan or career goal and then come out of it recently with, hey, you know what? This shoes thing's fun. Maybe I want to divert and try to get a you know job, uh, you know, into this instead of what I went there for. Has your decision in major shifted from the start up until now, given you know the success and how uh, you know the shoe biz is coming for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at first, when I first started this, you know, I was seeing uh, sort of these bigger artists be able to sell their stuff at like a ridiculous price. Right. I'm like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. So that at first, when I first started, I was like, yes, this is, you know, something I can make a living off. Right. But as, you know, sort of time went on and more and more people started, you know, getting sort of the industry secrets of what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it just got so saturated to the point where you can't even sell a pair of customs for like a hundred bucks. Wow. So I think that sort of quickly went out the window in terms of, you know, a career path. Mm-hmm. Um I originally went in with uh, marketing sort of, I was one of those where I, I really don't know what to do yeah. uh, in terms of like a career. So I just went with marketing. Um, now it's somewhere with uh, logistics, supply chain, um, somewhere in that realm. You know, it's, I'm not too picky at the moment just cause you know, I'll take any job at this point. But uh, yeah, I think it's, it's first started off as, you know, I'm definitely going to do this as a career, but then, right. Once I sort of came to my senses and like sort of realized the market, it's like, this is just not something that I could do. Right. No, absolutely. Now, when you look back at like all the, the stuff that you've done with the shoes and, and things like that, what is one athlete or, or, you know, celebrity or someone that you'd like to do a custom for? 
Yeah, like I said before, anybody who's in professional, you know, athletes or NFL, NBA, you name it, like I'm, I'm down to work with you. But um, I think the one player that I, I'd really like to do is uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander on the uh, the Thunder. I'd hmm. love to do him. Why um, him? I, he's got cool style. You know, I love first off his play style is like some something I love to watch. Um, you know, it's exciting and he's he's a great player. Mm. But also, um, he he's sort of one of those who's like big into fashion, right? So he he likes being a little more eccentric than the next person. Right. So I think if we're able to do something like he definitely want to do something, you know, a little more loud, expressive. Um, and those are always like the most fun to me. Right. Um, so it's just like a cool name uh, on top of like being able to potentially do some sort of cool, fun design. Right. Now, do you have any, this is kind of way far in advance, but do you have any, is there any thought or possibility of, you know, like obviously Nike shoe company, Reebok, uh, Adidas of actually forming, you know, some maybe big, big thinking here, uh, you know, just a Durant custom shoe company. Yeah. I mean, there's been some, uh, customizers recently who've done that. They sort of made their own shoe, uh, one being Mosh, who's like the best, you know, sneaker artist there is, but, uh, he recently made his own shoe and it's pretty popular. You know, he's got a lot of connections and a lot of people love him, but, um, you know, it'd be, it'd be something that'd be a lot of work, but it'd be something that's really cool. Uh, I'm definitely not ruling out, you know, I think it's one of those, you got to see where it goes first. Right. Um, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, before we wrap this up, what is the lineup right now for you, man? Like as far as our, uh, you know, athletes on the list, uh, active athletes wearing the shoes right now, um, mm-hmm. what, what has been the most recent, uh, appearance for a Dalrant custom on, uh, on TV or just on, you know, in the, out of the four major sports? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gafford recently wore my pair. Uh, I think he's worn them two or three times two, this three season. Times, yeah. Um, he wore them on opening night and then a couple of weeks ago, actually, awesome. uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he wore mine during the preseason. Um, he has a few customizers he goes to, so you'll, you'll always see him in something new. Right. Um, so I might, you know, be able to sneak in there once or twice mm-hmm. throughout the season. Um, John Conchar, he'll wear his soon. Uh, he's on the Grizzlies. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's basketball season right now. Um, right. you know, I'm, t- I'm talking to a few different players. Um, it, we'll see where that goes, you know? Um, so it'll be cool. It's be one of those where one day it could be nothing. And then, you know, next week it's four or five players. So it, it could be crazy, but I like that. That's awesome, man. Well, Hey, I appreciate you doing this. Hey, I appreciate you. Yeah. Keep on, keep on grinding. I love your show, man. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Take care. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, man. Thank you guys so much for listening to my conversation with the man behind Dalrant Customs, Brad Durant. If you like what you heard and you're new to the show, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. We will see you next time here on The Christian Hansen Show. Mm-hmm.